Welcome to this podcast by Miss Julie. We hope you will enjoy listening to this podcast, and please look for more in the future. Hi guys, Miss Julie here with Christ for Kids Ministries in our weekly weigh-in. And today's topic I would like to call change of face or change of pace. Did you ever wonder when and why all these apps came out to change one's appearance? Ever since the beginning of time, people have been enhancing the way they looked. From early civilization, we see tattoos, we see piercings, the application of makeups. The Egyptians took it to a whole new level with a product they made for their eyes called coal. It was most beautiful for sure, and we actually still have variations of it around today. Even the Bible talks about a woman named Esther not able to enter into a king's presence until she underwent a lot of beauty treatments in cosmetics and perfume. It's actually in Esther 2.12. It says, Before a young woman's turn came to go in to see King Xerxes, she had to complete 12 months of beauty treatments prescribed for the women six months with oil and myrrh, and six with perfumes and cosmetics. And if you're engaged, perhaps you are taking the time to do your hair and makeup before your soon-to-be husband takes you out on a date. Many of us get all dressed up and do our hair and makeup for big occasions, such as weddings, holiday parties, even just day-to-day work and school styles. There's nothing wrong with enhancing our appearance. You know, if we look back at Esther, it was actually a requirement that was prescribed for women. So what's the big deal with all these apps that change our appearance? Well, this is where Christ for Kids really wanted to weigh in. I've seen shows where people get makeovers, and then I've seen other shows where they actually get reconstructive surgery as part of their makeover. And this is really what we wanted to balance out. Our first Christ for Kids weigh-in episode was on training in godliness. And in that episode, we learned to turn to God in any situation we may be having. Well, this is definitely a situation. If we're thinking we permanently have to alter the way we look to be better or liked in some way, that may not be completely godly. And to confuse us even more, we have apps and programs actually telling us we should surgically have something done to make ourselves better in some way. And this is where we really want to balance these worldly messages and check in with God to see what he has to say about all of this. And I just want to share, I looked up in my Bible and I found 1 Samuel 16, 7. But the Lord said to Samuel, do not consider his appearance or his height, for I have rejected him. The Lord does not look at the things people look at. People look at the outward appearance but the Lord looks at the heart. So just some background on that verse. God was having Samuel pick a king, and Samuel saw a bunch of fine young men. They were big, tall, muscular, handsome, good-looking, you know. But God literally was warning Samuel, don't get caught up in how they look, because God was going to guide Samuel to pick a king by what was in their hearts, because what's in our hearts is what really matters to God. And so Ecclesiastes Ecclesiastes 3.11, it says, He, as in God, made everything beautiful in its time. He has also set eternity in the human heart, yet no one can fathom what God has done from the beginning to the end. So this scripture is letting us know that God makes everything beautiful, but again, it's the 
heart that's really mattering here. Genesis 1, 27. So God created human beings in his own image. In the image of God, he created them male and female. He created them. So when we were created, God made us to look like himself. So there is something in you specifically that looks just like God. (laughs) Now, I don't know about you, but that's pretty amazing and exciting to me. (laughs) So now the question becomes, do we really want to reconstruct or remake something that God has already done perfectly and made beautiful in its time? Now, this is something that I actually struggled with. Growing up, I hated my nose. I was 13, and I thought my nose was just ugly and big. (laughs) I would see other girls' noses, compare theirs to mine. It was a horrible feeling, guys. Like, I asked my parents so many times, please let me get plastic surgery. (laughs) And they always said no. And my mom would tell me, honey, your face is going to grow. You know, your nose is going to look fine when you get older. Just be patient. Well, I didn't believe her, and I didn't want to hear that message. I didn't want to be, (laughs) you know, patient. I wanted to change the pace and get my nose done right then and there. It wasn't very comfortable feeling like I had a huge nose. And what made it even worse was kids would actually pick on my nose and point out how big it was, as if I didn't already know that. This is where it just became kind of a matter of manners. It's bad manners to pick our nose, right? In public, we all know we should never pick our nose in public. And it's worse manners to pick on somebody else's nose, whether you're doing it physically or just, you know, making fun of them. (laughs) It's not a good idea to pick noses, guys. (laughs) As I was writing this podcast, my husband actually shared a really funny story with me. He told me when he was in first grade, their gym class was made to square dance with each other, and the teacher would pair the boys up with the girls, while the teacher happened to pair my husband up with a girl that would literally pick her nose and eat it in class every day. (laughs) Now, the thing about this particular dance was you were supposed to literally hold the fingers of your partner as you walked around the room. (laughs) Now, Dave did not want to hold the fingers of this girl because he knew where those fingers had been. And I can only imagine how horrible that must have been for him. He was totally grossed out by it and said it was just the worst experience ever. So picking on noses is just plain bad manners. And just one more thought, guys. It's probably not a great idea for us to eat anything that comes out of our own bodies either. So anyway, getting back to Miss Julie's nose, as I grew up, my face actually did fill out and I actually did stop hating my nose. People stopped picking on me as it looked totally normal once I grew up. And God's word does say that he makes everything beautiful in its time. See, I just needed to be patient. I needed to slow the pace down, and I needed to wait for my face to grow and to fill out. And I'm so glad my parents said no to me wanting surgery all those years because I think my nose would have looked ridiculous had I been allowed to make it as small as I wanted to at the age of 13. Is it ever okay to have surgery then? Well, to answer that question, we really need to look a little bit deeper because we do see God himself reconstructing and healing crippled things. In the Bible, there was a man with a shriveled hand. It didn't work for the man, and I'm sure it wasn't 
very pleasant to look at either. It happened to be a holy day, and the priest had taught people not to work on a holy day. Well, Jesus saw a man that really needed help because his hand didn't work, and no one was helping him because they weren't supposed to work. And so Jesus got really mad. He couldn't believe no one was helping this poor guy, so Jesus did. And here's exactly what the Bible says about that. Mark 3, 5, And he, Jesus, looked around at them with anger. He was grieved at their hardness of heart and said to the man, Stretch out your hand. He stretched it out, and his hand was fully restored. So now we see God angry at what was in people's hearts because that matters to God, and we see him fixing something that was physically wrong with this man's hand. So in today's day and age, God has put awesome doctors, medicine on our earth to help people fix things that are wrong. We see people that lose legs and they're able to walk again because of prosthetics. We see doctors able to give surgery to burn victims to help them look completely normal again. We see dermatologists able to help people and heal their acne so they don't feel so horrible about themselves. All proper and good, Jesus always healed people's ailments. And there are so many stories in the Bible of Jesus healing wounds, curing illnesses, restoring handicaps. So this is where we really need to balance these apps and cultural messages, guys. The message that we need to fix something, even though nothing may be wrong, that is a bad message. And we should not receive that message. God gave us a beautiful canvas to work with and to paint on. And when we start to permanently make changes to our bodies because the world tells us that we should, that's where we start to have problems because then we're trying to become something God never created us to be. Is it okay to play with apps? Yes, I would say have fun with them. Use them for your games. Turn your selfies into a fox. Put dog ears on yourselves, you know? It's certainly fun to play around. My daughter and I play around with Snapchat all the time. But if at any time we ever begin to feel like we need to change something about ourselves, that's where we really need to slow down the pace and turn to God and see what he has to say to us about that. Always remember, you are beautiful, you're loved, and we were created in the very image of God, guys. Honestly, if there's nothing wrong, there's not anything crazy medically going on with you, I can honestly tell you from my own experience, if you don't like something about yourself right now as a child, as you do grow and as you are patient, <laughs> I think that you're going to be pleasantly surprised when you get to be an adult and you will also realize that God did make everything beautiful in its time. Thank you for listening to this podcast by Miss Julie. If you want more from Miss Julie, be sure to check out our website, ChristForKidsMinistries.org.